0: Grace to you and peace from God, our Father, and the Lord Jesus Christ. Well, I'm going to continue on with Ezekiel's wheel. And I know if you've been listening for a while and you've been kind of trying to put all this together, this is a lot. And we're trying to go deep into a subject rather than just wide, whether than just cover a bunch of different subjects in a bunch of different weeks over the year. I want to take this one topic and pull everything I can get out of it, out of it. And one of the things that I think is important for you and I to understand, we are spiritual being. We have a spirit. We have a soul. We have a body. The Bible is a spiritual book that speaks to the spirit in us, the spirit that's alive in us. If we've accepted Jesus Christ as our Lord and Savior, then our spirit man is just like Jesus. I didn't write one word of the Bible, so it is there. Just trust me on that. I'm not going to go to it. We are alive in Christ. Our old nature, our old person is dead. We were a sinner, and now we are a saint. We have been translated into a new world, into a new kingdom, and we need to understand that we are a king in that kingdom, and that's the part that I need us to understand. We have got to commit to understanding the Bible, and we have got to be in the Word of God. We got to get the Word of God in us. And look, I'm not here to tell you that this is exactly how you would need to understand this. I need you to ask the Holy Spirit, what is it that you want me to get out of this? The Holy Spirit wrote the whole Bible. There were multiple different writers. There's one author. It was God-breathed. It was God-inspired. The Holy Spirit came upon men, and they wrote this Word. And they wrote it how the Holy Spirit wanted them to write it. Now, they used their vernacular back in the day, but it transcends over all of these different generations, all these different centuries, and we are still using it today. It's the number one best selling book. And I tell people all the time it is the most powerful thing that you can hold in your hand the Word of God. The Holy Spirit-breathed Word of God is the most powerful thing that you can hold in your hand. And so when we start digging into this Bible, I need us to understand that we are kings. Jesus, in Revelation 19, 16, we read it yet the last episode, that he has written on his robe and on his thigh that he is the King of kings and he is the Lord of lords. So he is the king. He is the top one. There is no name That is above the name of Jesus. Jesus gave us his name to use. We have got so many weapons in our arsenal and we don't use hardly any of them. We're going to change that here at Jesus Mighty Men. And no doubt, no fear, only believe we are going to get after this thing. And we're going to kick Satan in the teeth. We hate him. He's a punk. He is a lying, thieving, cheating, deceiving divider. He is horrible. There's not one ounce of good in him. He is nothing but a liar. Everything that comes out of his mouth is a lie. He is the father of lies. And so if we start believing him or we start leaning toward or listening to what he has to say, then we're going to be pulled into the rabbit hole that we don't want to go down. We need to understand and know the truth. And when we know the truth, the truth shall make us free. That is in John eight thirty two, And in eight thirty one, he said that his disciples abide in his word. If you abide in Jesus' word, you are a disciple indeed, and you shall know the truth, and the truth shall make you free. Well, I want to go back to John 17, because I briefly touched on it. I mean, I read it, and then I just went off and prayed. Uh, we just stopped abruptly, because I looked at the clock, and I'm trying to really keep this around 10 minutes. I, I want to go back to John 17, where Jesus prayed for his disciples, and he said that he, we are not of this world, but we are in the world. And that, to me, just tells us, the Bible says that we are a new creation. We are a new creature. And I've got this labeled from sinner to saint. You are a saint of God. You have been translated into a brand new world. You have become a totally new creature. There has never been anything like you ever before until Jesus died and was resurrected and the Holy Spirit has changed you. So just understand that, just accept it, that you are brand new. You are just like Jesus, and you have the same power that raised Jesus Christ from the dead living on the inside of you, and we just need to get it out into this world, and we need to start getting after this thing, but we need to understand that we are not of this world. We are totally different. We have—we are going to a different world. It is heaven, and he is going to bring heaven to earth. There's going to be a new heaven and a new earth. That's at the end of Revelation. But I want to go to John 17, and we're going to start again in verse 9. I pray for them. I do not pray for the world, but for those whom you have given me, for they are yours, and all mine are yours, and yours are mine, and I am glorified in them. Now, I am no longer in the world, but these are in the world, and I come to you, Holy Father, keep through your name those whom you have given me, that they may be one as we are. While I was with them in the world, I kept them in your name. Those whom you gave me, I kept, and none of them is lost, except the son of perdition, that the scripture might be fulfilled. But now I come to you, and these things I speak in the world, that they may have joy fulfilled in themselves. I have given them your word, and the world has hated them, because they are not of the world, just as I am not of the world. I do not pray that you take them out of the world, but that you should keep them from the evil one. They are not of the world, just as I am not of the world. Sanctify them by your truth. Your word is truth. And I'm going to stop there. I want to just unpack a little bit of that. In John 17, 11, he says, Now I am no longer in the world. And I just want you to understand that Jesus has mentally, physically, spiritually, he has exited the building. He has gone from this world. That is I believe how he was able to take on everything that happened at the crucifixion. That he looked at at heaven, he looked at all the lives that he was going to change, all the good that he was going to do, and he knew. He knew the father's plan. He knew all this bad stuff was going to happen to him. And he did it anyway because he put himself into that new world and he was no longer here. He said, look, I'm gone. I am going to get out of here. There's a couple of things left that I've got to do, but I am not in this world any longer. And he then started praying for the believers. And if you read John 17, he actually prayed for you and I. That was going to be people that come after the disciples. And I think that Jesus prayed for you and I. You can read it for yourself. I'm not going to go to those scriptures. I want to concentrate on us not being of this world. We are now totally different creatures. We are totally new, but we are kings. And we are kings from a different kingdom. We're in God's kingdom, the kingdom of God. So we need to understand how God does things. And in order to do it God's way, we need to walk in the spirit. And when we bring the Ezekiel's wheel back into this conversation, remember, we rotated that wheel. We pulled the spiritual out of the wheel of life that Zig Ziglar had. He had everything on the same wheel. And we're not going to do that. We are Christians and we are different. We are spirits first. And we need to learn to walk in the spirit and to do that We need to separate the spirit. We need to be holy. Holy means to be separate and apart. So we need to be separated from the world. And to do that, we need to get our spirit man separate. And God has done that for us at salvation. We have been transformed. Our spirit man is transformed. We've been talking about that for the last three or four episodes. The soul is what your spirit man and your flesh is fighting to get. And if the soul, it's a three-part majority that if we side with the spirit man, if the soul says, hey, I read that in the Bible, I'm going to go with what the Bible says, your mind, will, and emotion, when it goes by faith, what the Bible says, then your body has to go along with it. But the problem with most of us in the body of Christ, present company included, is that we go through life and what we feel, what we hear, what we taste, what we smell, what we, what we see, we go by our five senses and we use those five senses to then dictate what our mind, will, and emotion tells us. Whatever that tells us, then then we just say, well, look, this is what's going on, and we start spouting off what's happening in this physical realm. We have got to understand that there is a physical realm. There is a spirit realm. God is spirit, and those that worship Him must worship Him in spirit and in truth. The Word of God is truth, Jesus is the truth. God is a spirit. We have got to worship God in the spirit realm. In order to do that, we got to understand what the spirit realm consists of. I believe the living creature gives us a picture. I've got to have pictures. I've got to see things. So this gives me an anchor. This gives me something to hold on to. May or may not be totally correct, but it gives us a starting point. It gives us a jumping off point so that we can hang on to something and we can flesh this out the spiritual truth into this physical world living creature with the four faces remember there's the face of the man there's the face of the lion there's the face of the eagle and there's the face of the ox each one of those faces represent a different pillar or a different truth and if you can picture that spirit the wheel in the middle of the wheel it looks like a cross and those four different spokes in that spirit wheel are four different points on that and each one is represented by the four faces and the face of the man is the word of God and I believe that is the most important I'm jumping up and down that's why I do this podcast all the time it is the word of God it is the most important part of this wheel because without the word of God without Jesus without the truth None of the other things matter. There's such conflict against the Bible. Satan knows he cannot defeat the Word of God. So if I was Satan and I'm not, I would put everything I had against this Word. And I think he's done that. And I think he's tried to make the Word seem like it's antiquated, an old book. You can hear all the different things. But if you treat the Word of God as if it is the Word of God, like Abraham did, he believed on the word of God and it was accounted to him for righteousness. The kingdom of God. Seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all these things will be added unto you. We have been counted righteous when we accept Jesus. We are in right standing. Our spirit man is when God looks at us, our, he sees our spirit man and we are 100% just like Jesus. So we have the righteousness of God in Christ when God sees us he sees our spirit now we don't God does that's how he can look on us even though that we're saints with a, a live spirit he can look on us who occasionally sin we mess up God's okay with us messing up as long as we just don't practice it as long as we don't wallow around in it as long as we don't do that for a living God knows that we're gonna make mistakes and he sent his son to pay for those mistakes. What God is wanting us to do, he's wanting us to take steps of faith. It's impossible to please God without faith. That's Hebrews 11, 6, that we have got to learn to walk by faith and the just shall live by faith. All of these things, we've got to understand what faith is, but we have to understand what the spirit realm really is. And the spirit realm starts with, The face of a man, and that starts with the Word of God. That starts with Jesus. That is the grace of God. That is the Bible. It's all of those things, and we have got to start with that. And we're going to go to the next beast on the next episode, but I want you to just kind of get a picture of us getting into this Word, allowing this Word to get inside of us, and we are not of this world we are totally different animals we are totally different creatures we are spirit beings and we are alive and satan hates us satan comes only to steal kill and destroy he's a punk he's going to lie to you he's going to lie to me we just need to quit listening to the world and we need to start listening to the holy spirit and to god and i looked up and i saw this is going long. And let's pray real quick. God, I thank you so much for your word. I thank you for this listener. I thank you for the Holy Spirit. Father, I thank you for the plan. Jesus, thank you for coming and not making one mistake, living a life without one sin and dying a death for me and for this listener and for the world. God, we thank you. We love you. We ask it all in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, thank you for being a part of this. And I look forward to visiting with you in the next episode. Thanks for listening to the No Doubt, No Fear, Only Believe podcast at www.nodoubtonlybelieve.com.